Well, uh, we are trying to get the word out uh, to all the people who are on the road and especially to the single women or uh, women with children because uh, sometimes they are not coming in groups and they are the most, uh, uh, in the biggest danger to these predators because the moment this whole thing started, uh, our uh, connections have alerted us that on the dark web, the, grow, uh, the, the number of, uh, of uh, uh, new women showing up in, in apartments and, and on doorsteps mm -hmm. of people with sexual offers has, has grown significantly. And what they did was the human traffickers, they're always faster, sin is always faster, mm -hmm. crime is always faster than, than the help. Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church, Mission Extra. I'm here with you once again on the ground here in Budapest, Hungary. And I'm with one of our missionaries, Whitefields Missionaries. This is uh, Nemet Lazio, as we would call him in English. Lazi Nemet or Laszlo Nemet. And uh, he's one of our missionaries that we support here in Budapest uh, as a pastor here in the church, also as a leader of one of the human trafficking organizations that we have been uh, had a chance to support and to come alongside. So I want to look at three things here as we talk to, to Lotsi. We just want to find out who he is, so you guys get acquainted with him, what he's doing right now. And then we're going to just look at a final question, which I think is very important, especially to, to the work that he does here on the ground for us. So... Uh, Lassi, tell us about yourself, how you come to be here in Budapest, and mm -hmm. kind of our connection through the years, mm -hmm. and, and how you've now connected with Whitefields. Okay. I was uh, born and raised in a country that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it's called Yugoslavia. Uh, that's where I got saved, and then due to the, <laughs> war, due to the war in the 90s, my parents have sent me over uh, to Hungary. This is where I grew in the Lord. Then I became a missionary in Croatia, in a war-torn city called Vukovar. Uh, I think that's where we met first when you came with yes, the choir. Yes, we did. We did a concert <laughs> and, down there. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then in 2009, God has called me up to Budapest. Uh, I passed on the church to locals and we started a new church plant in, in the south part of Budapest. So that's how I ended up in Budapest. Yeah, and I remember we did a big outreach just down the, down the street from here, and so yes. yeah, just letting the dog in, <laughs> and uh, yeah, to, to to you know to launch that church, and that church has been doing how how many years now has that church been going here in South Pest? Twelve years. Twelve wow. years. That's absolutely years. amazing. Yeah, I know it's just a great joy to be to be a part of that and uh, your family. So just introduce us a bit to your family. Okay, uh, I have a wonderful wife and four children. The oldest girl is 17, then 14, 12, and we have a boy who is eight years old. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, your family's growing. Time has really flown now that when I come back and I visit, everybody's kids are like, you know, five, six, seven years old, some of them in university, some of them I don't even recognize because yeah. in my mind, they're little kids and now they're full-grown children. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's a great thing. So tell us now, you know, we're in the midst of this uh, Ukrainian uh, refugee crisis and, you know, there's just dif different people along the spectrum that are, you know, doing their parts uh, across this. And one of the things that you and, and many others here within the church, within the, the Calvary Chapel churches here, have been tasked with and really kind of stepped up to do is placement of the refugees mm -hmm. and so kind of bring us into you know kind of into your world of what it looks like when 
I know you're kind of switching off, you know, day by day, you know, you're on call right now, you know, this is your yeah. station back here. What happens now is our Ukrainians are coming into the country and we're, we are trying to place them. Uh, mm -hmm. What does that look like for mm -hmm. you? It all started, of course, with the first day and the news of invasion. And uh, maybe because of my background, maybe because of other things, immediately it came, how can we help? How can I help? And then I made some phone calls. I asked uh, the conference center in Vita if they can place some people. They said, we have some missionaries who need housing, but there is no one to coordinate. And that's how I stepped into this. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I got in touch with the missionaries who were already on the road uh, and made sure how many of them are coming, what are their needs, where we can place them. And, and suddenly, hour by hour, as the number of the people uh, who, were, who hit the road uh, was growing, the, the number of places that were available was growing. So I, I, I found myself after two or three days uh, not sleeping too much in the middle of this uh, chaos and need and kind of coordinating it. Then after I think three days, uh, the pastor of uh, G11 in another uh, district of Budapest, RP joined. Mm -hmm. He is a great organizer. He's much more skilled than I am. So he helped, took this to an even larger level. All over uh, Calvary Chapel, Hungary, it was announced if anybody has a house, an apartment, a weekend house, a room empty, to offer it to our brothers and sisters who are fleeing Ukraine. So we made a database, uh, a big sheet. And then as people are calling up, we need for a few nights, we need for one night housing, we need for indefinitely until the war is over. Uh, and according to their needs, we try to fill these offers that brothers and sisters from Hungary have offered. So that's, that's how it all started, that's how it all grew. Uh, we don't even count anymore. It is several hundred people that we housed either for one night or a few nights or even indefinitely. We have more than 100 people right now in Hungary who are housed indefinitely. Uh, more, almost 99% Christian uh, Ukrainian brothers and sisters. And now it is growing in these days. Uh, Calvary Chapel Europe has moved and our brothers in Austria, Germany, France, Netherlands are doing a similar list. Uh, Germans are the most precise, they even <laughs> built a website for it and everything. And we are trying to, 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 to fill all those houses that are offered. So our brothers and sisters from Ukraine have a safe haven until this war is over uh, and that they will be taken care of. My favorite group is a group of uh, uh, Christians from Denmark who organized buses mm -hmm. to go and pick up Christians in Moldova and Romania and drive them all the way to Denmark and house them and take care of them until the war is over. Yeah, no, I think I saw a message this morning on the boards. They're going to be stopping through Vita and they wanted to know, is there anybody else we can stick on the buses so that we can take those people on to Denmark? Yeah, no, yeah. it's great to see yeah, your phone is ringing. So yeah, another, another need, yeah. And... Um, yeah, no, it's just amazing to see how, you know, we're not talking like there was like preparation for this. We're talking from zero, day zero now to where we are, what, almost two weeks into this thing that this whole network across Europe has has sprung up and is taking care. And across the globe. And across the <laughs> globe as well. So do you have any like numbers? I know, I remember seeing RP, RP posted somewhere that they had... They had placed 250 people in a particular day. Well, what are kind of numbers that you're seeing on a daily basis? 
uh, daily it, it differs. Each yeah, day yeah. is different, but an average day is like 20, 30 new people arriving okay, that yeah. need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And uh, lately we see a number of those who have been placed in Hungary for indefinitely, mm-hmm. that they are finding connections with relatives who found a place in Germany. Mm-hmm. So they go and join. They would like to stay close to their brothers and sisters. So either either connect with the church family or either com- uh, connect with blood family. So there is a, and, and these places get emptied and then new people can, can go into those houses. So daily 20, 30 new people and five to 10 move on. Mm-hmm. So there is still a, a growing need for housing uh, all over Europe. That's yeah, because yeah, I've seen, I think the numbers are like towards 3 million uh, Ukrainians are now have yes. fled to the West, majority being in Poland and of course Hungary. Um, Moldova, Slovakia, Romania, uh, Lithuania, Lithuania. Uh, we yeah. have uh, many people who are flying uh, from Hungary to Lithuania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 uh, wherever the relatives are. Right, right, right. So it just seems like it's pretty important that the more farther west, so that these border countries are not necessarily overrun. Because I know Poland has been saying they're they are overrun. They're pretty yeah. overrun. So well, yeah, just amazing. So you now just you know thinking about like if somebody's you know in our church sitting there watching, you know how how do you think they best can contribute to your efforts here, yours and RP's, mm-hmm. and your team's efforts here on the mm-hmm. ground? Well. Uh... From the United States, I would uh, suggest financial aid for mm-hmm. sure, uh, either to go straight into Ukraine. Benjamin Morrison's mm-hmm. uh, he, uh, church is doing an excellent work. Yeah. Uh, within Ukraine, they are in an area where many people from east side of Ukraine is flooding towards. Mm-hmm. They are refugees and they, st- they try to stay, if possible, within Ukraine. Yeah. Many of them later on continue towards West Ukraine and then they end up either in Poland or in Hungary. So financial aid to go to that need or if they can support the the help we are doing currently Mm -hmm. here, uh, these uh, several hundred of people to be housed and fed uh, 24-7 in the coming weeks, it will be a growing uh, financial need for that for sure. Plus also we are helping to logistically place them in, in Germany or Austria, or Slovakia, the neighboring mm-hmm. countries. Yeah, because then, yeah, ben, uh, Benjamin Morrison is one of our missionaries too there at Whitefield. So definitely be praying for him. He's doing amazing stuff there and speaks Slovaks. <laughs> he can't say that right. But, you know, just, yeah, all these refugees that are in, you know, internally displaced people, you know, and just doing services down in the metro and, you know, the bomb, when this, the, the air raid sirens are going off and they're doing amazing work, also in Chernobyl. And so definitely something you'd be praying about. One last question, which is something that, you know, I know is close to your heart. And it's kind of one of the last things that I did before I left this country. And that was human trafficking, mm-hmm. sex trafficking. And, uh, uh, you know, with at the time it was for me, many ideas. So I think it's become anonymous ways now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's something that we, we, we support as yeah. well. And that's kind of like been a, a thing that's kind of popped up on the radar with this Ukrainian mm-hmm. thing. And, and uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts towards that? Well, uh, we are trying to get the word out uh, to all the people who are on the road and especially to the single women or uh, women with children because uh, sometimes they are not coming in groups and they are the most uh, uh, in the biggest danger to these predators because the moment this whole thing started, 
uh, our uh, connections have alerted us that on the dark web, the grow uh, the, the number of uh, of uh, uh, new women showing up in in apartments and and on doorsteps mm -hmm. of people with sexual offers has has grown significantly. And what they did was the human traffickers. They're always faster. Sin is always faster. Mm -hmm. Crime is always faster than, than the help uh, because we are reacting to the need. Uh, they, they were hunting down uh, young uh, Ukrainian women, even if they were with children. Mm -hmm. And, and they, 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 they robbed them, they, they steal them away, and uh, they were like uh, uh, forcing them into sexual uh, abuse. And, and prostitution and human trafficking. So we, we had to, to get the word out and our connections in Ukraine are already, if they see women who are coming either alone to group with someone, not to trust any man. Uh, even Hungarian police finally, after a few days on the borders is making sure they don't let out uh, single women uh, with foreigners. So uh, we, we encountered that when, when, when our guys went to do transportation that they wouldn't want to give them the women out from the from the uh, safe harbor at the border because what if you are human traffickers and they checked our conference center right, if right, it's right. truly there if those people truly arrived so in the beginning it was a bigger danger uh, now police is paying attention to mm -hmm. this and we are trying to spread the word to to make sure that that single women or young mothers with children would not be in danger of human traffickers. Yeah, I mean, and back in 2014, I think I heard this from somebody that the most organized people at the 2014 uh, Syrian refugee crisis, when they were coming across, were the human traffickers. They were like so organized, ready to go, ready, you know, and it took you know, those other people longer, the aid agencies to, you know, to, so there, this is a, a real problem to be praying for mm -hmm. and, and to be thinking about. And so, well, thank you so much for lots for taking your time out. I know you got to get back to working and placing people today, but, um, you know, just something, uh, Whitefields Church and anybody else that's watching this, you know, just continue to pray for these guys. These are just, you know, these are rough times that we're living in right now. There's devastation here. There's despondency, depression, and, and uh, just people are lost and shell-shocked and a lot of sin, as we talked about, just a lot of uh, people being taken advantage of. And so your prayers are definitely coveted during this time as we, we stand alongside our brothers and sisters here in Budapest and Ukraine that are working uh, to, to, to do all they can to, uh, you know, bring aid and, and, and get these people placed. And so any way that you can, a, a link, you know, for giving will be in the, in the, in the description and anything that you can do to help and, and would be, we would be great. If you have any contacts in this area or anything like that, you know, that certainly would be something that you could forward to us as well as we can help in this area. So we, we look forward to seeing you next time and may God bless you.